Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Mysticons, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hey, yo. And April Collins. Hi. Today, Delaney and April and I are back to discuss uh, the latest episode of Mysticons, The Astromancer Job, episode nine of season one of Mysticons. Uh, Best name ever. The astronauts, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking Mysticons on a regular basis here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, new is our Mysticons-specific iTunes feed. It's here. Uh, we're committed now. Woo! We have a feed for it. So it's, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, you, you search, if you search for Mysticons on like a podcasting app or go to OverlyAnimated.com on the right, right side, you can click on Mysticons. We also have a logo for it. It's awesome. It's like the M from the show's logo. So um it's 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 all it's all happening and uh today we're talking getting into astromancer job aired on nick um also put up on nick.com early so that helped a lot um but we're we're uh we're getting into everything involved in the episode spoilers uh big plotty episode here so make sure you've seen this and previous episodes of mysticons uh but let's get right into things here delaney what are your thoughts on the astromancer job I really liked it like it was a really like there was just so much going on it was very fast paced um i enjoyed like so we got the flashback, and then, like, they're like, oh, we have to get all this stuff. But then I appreciated that they just kind of, like, flashed through it, because sometimes it's really irritating to watch episodes like that. Because it's like, <laughs> I don't actually care. So it was really nice that everything went really quick. Uh, the gag with Novateron was, like, hysterical, so that was pretty good. Um, I just I just liked it. I'm, I don't necessarily think it's, like, the best episode, like, in, like, you know, like, to watch. But, like, I, I was, like interested and like we got a bunch of like kind of mythology dropping so that was nice so i I liked it i thought it was a good episode nice uh april what are your thoughts on this one it was i agree it was a good episode it was very very busy and like i like i was i don't not confused but i thought we were gonna get a lot of like setup for like future episodes but then like i was like oh like with the what is it we went on a quest for all of those ingredients to make a a replica dragon disc or whatever mm-hmm. and we just like flashed through it all and i was like oh okay i guess we're not getting like another episode or something like out of this and then it just kept going and i was like oh like i felt very a little bit overwhelmed but it was a good episode overall and i i agree the uh brova Teron was the best. <laughs> he had like five names in this episode, and then they said Brovon Teron, and I was like, "Cool, I'm sticking with that one from now on." <laughs> you set this up. It's his gamer tag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The the ingredients thing that was reminiscent of me to an earlier Rick and Morty episode this season, which mm-hmm. the like thirty minute uh, go on the yeah. mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i love that just flash through (laughs) flash through like a fake uh, adventure um yeah this i i I like this episode this was a good one um very reminiscent for me of episode two um in that the plot just moves very fast we accomplish a lot of things like this show is moving we are highly uh serialized very far highly connected episodes (laughs) yeah um we had another previously on that's great love it i know (laughs) that well i i'm taking those like previously ons as like an indication that this episode is going to be very plot heavy which it was so now i'm like cool if we get that then i know what's going to happen kind of thing yeah it's, it's, it's either that or we're just getting them every episode from now on so we'll see um, oh. but I don't know. It could just be every episode is plotty. Um, 
I, I will say I there are. I would appreciate that. Yeah, there are titles <laughs> and descriptions out for next few episodes. There are major spoilers there, but there is only one that seems not plotty out of like the next six episodes. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a good episode. Um, I it's you know it's it's maybe not the best of the series. I don't know if if I'd probably have it at like number three or something. But it, whatever, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, it, it, there's a lot happening, and I think basically everything in the episode worked. Um, yeah, like, I, yeah. Like including the stupid B plot with Doug, like which typically is doesn't work <laughs> with the show. Um, and even like the minor C plot with Gawain, I thought that those were both uh, pretty pretty, <laughs> they good. Were pretty good. Yeah, so yeah, they were great. <laughs> um, yeah, I appreciated how fast the plot moved. I loved. I think the highlight is the very beginning. Um, that was. Oh yeah, I yeah, really enjoyed cool. that. I, that's like my number number one on my list. Um, yeah, we were talking about are we going to see the thousand years ago Miscons? Um, I think that's what uh, was meant by there might be something that we talked about on a previous podcast, and um, I, I love it. We finally saw one of them um and i'd love to get more of that and we have a lot of plot movement with necrofa that's really exciting i didn't expect to see necrofa it seems like she might be coming you know we heard her talk yeah like, i was gonna say i thought she sounded like she was in a bucket yeah we had a lot of we had a lot of hard to understand voices between necrofa and like em in her suit it was a little bit hard to to understand what people yeah were saying. yeah yeah um, but I, I, I got it for what you're saying. Um, but yeah, that was really exciting and, uh, just some really exciting plot movement at the end with Tasma discovering what's, what's going on here. Um, and it seems, and we have a setup directly towards, uh, the next clash for the, the fourth piece of the codex. Um, yeah, I, I really liked everything that was happening here. I continue to be very impressed with how plotty the show is. I think that's like its, its biggest, uh, drawing point right now. Also, it actually, like, what I really like about this is like, it really feels, like, I actually feel like there's consequences. So, like, we actually had, like, you know, Zarya messed up, and then all this, and then this happened, and then, like, they can actually use the codex pieces. Because at first, you're like, they're not the Mysticons. It's like when you're a Power Ranger, and, like, someone who's not a Power Ranger <laughs> picks up the Power Ranger stuff. Like, you can't use it. You're not a Power Ranger. But no, they can actually use it and, like, mess things up. And now it's, like, an evil red wolf or whatever. So I actually like that there's, like, stakes involved. So, like, I, I think that's a really good, like, a lot of shows, like, kind of in this, like, one, like, the demographic, and then, like, kind of, like, this kind this kind of show, like, the fantasy, and then the kind of, like, Power Ranger-esque, and there's a team, and we have special powers. Like, sometimes they can, like, drop the ball on that, but I actually feel like there's stakes, and it's kind of nice, like, we actually deal with consequences. Because in a lot of times, like, you don't get that in shows like this. So I'm really, like, I'm really appreciating this, because, like, I just watched, like, the previous episode, and then I watched this episode and I was like, oh, yes, okay, cool. There's actual consequences. So, like, that's really nice. And that's what I, th- I think that's what the main thing is, like, what I'm really enjoying right now about the show is, like, yes, mess up, deal with it. Yeah, they actually have to deal with whatever, like, actions that they previously took that landed them in a bad spot. So, I, I, I appreciate that as well that, you know, like, because A took place, now you have to deal with B versus, like, okay, well, A took place. And that's fine. So we're just going to move on to something else kind of thing. But it's like fl- it's flowing. So and even like, what is it? Are they like the high council or something like that? Even they're like, hey, like you guys messed up, like, you know, and like because of that, like we're imprisoning Malveron and like you're getting a new soul on and all of this stuff like took place because of what happened. So I, I like that in a show, especially like a kid show. So you don't see it too often. Most episodes tend to be very like single, but these yeah. 
yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's i agree the like the fast pace and the desire to create stakes like they really enhance this the narrative that's happening um it makes it, it does make it feel more real uh like there's a there's a big narrative progression like i mean we're on a char- we're on a pace for bad really bad things happening very soon right <laughs> that's you know i think it's it, it's it's really gonna i mean i think the big like plot tension at the end of this episode is either we need their the miscons need the, uh their the put x piece that's gone or the or dreadbane needs their two so it's like which which is gonna give yeah i was good yeah. i i wrote that because i was i was wondering i was just like well wait a second like the mysticons have two dreadbane only has one like are we gonna be like get into this like 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 50 50 kind of thing like mm. that i mean yeah I and it, it seems like you need it yeah it seems uh dreadbane as we learned in this episode dreadbane needs all four pieces to yeah. to free right. to free necrofa so something's got to give there yeah yeah at some point he's gonna get another piece i'm already predicting yeah and i th- so. so i think the the yeah i mean we'll, we're we're leading towards the search for the fourth piece we'll see if that that's next episode but um the, yeah the i i the fast pace it's it's really creating great stakes it's uh creating good narrative i do think we're slightly sacrificing the great characterization that we'd established on some of these earlier episodes yeah um yeah, yeah like i definitely still think episodes five and six are kind of a high point for characterization on the show and i don't you still had good character moments though like i like m is like the best like i love her like every time she talks i'm like i adore you yeah i think piper and piper did have a really good episode like i thought like in the previous episode yeah we talked to the last week about how that was the best piper episode of the series last week and um i think m and piper in this episode are they have their good little moments uh like piper um she she has a bunch of stuff, including like thinking the gar- gargoyles are cute, and just uh, there's there's a bunch of stuff with her, and then M with like the red flags thing. But they're very small moments. I think maybe Zarya has has very little here. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But at the even you know they're doing a good job interspersing little character moments. It's still you know I still think there's a balance to be found between this just uh, rapid fire plot pace. Like I actually think that we're going hopefully going to trend towards moving less fast through the plot as the series goes on um i think that this is just a uh, quick ramping up in the beginning to just get us to uh a certain point um i mean i I still think the plot's going to move fast but typically you we should maybe slow down and and give some characters give characters some time to read it's also possible we're just on like a mini arc right now and we will go back to some some more character focused episodes but well i feel like we have to hit like the drama like we have to hit the wall and then like after like after necrofa comes back or whatever like whatever's gonna happen then it's gonna start like winding down yeah, it's it's it, yeah. I think that's a big question for me. Is it, are we going to reach a point of uh, stability? Um, like, is it when Necrofa comes back? Is it when Tasma's the main villain? Something like that. Like, is yeah. Like, what what's going to be the point that changes the like what's going on kind of thing? Like, until we hit that balance, and because so, it seems yeah. like we're sprinting at this moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'd hope the show still moves forward even when we do have that. Um, but, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how our, how our narrative progresses here. Um, and we, you know, we have plenty of time as we talked about last podcast, 40 episodes, um, eventually to get through. <laughs> yeah. This show, so, yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's going to be down to 31. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to go by fast. Again, Nick's going to still schedule the double up event in two weeks. um, No episode. So, oh my God. Yeah. We're going to go fast. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I think I, I, yeah, just the, 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 the rapid plot pace is just a stark contrast to any other show we cover, to be honest. And, um, it's, it's like uh, comparing it to like Miraculous Ladybug. Um, we've established, we've accomplished so much in nine episodes, um, narrative wise. Um, and I, you know, I still think the characterization and maybe the overall quality, uh, still, uh, not maybe on the level of a miraculous ladybug, but, um, I'm I'm certainly more into this right now. And like, it, it creates a great, uh, it creates a great invested audience, um, when you have these stakes and this, uh, toward plot movement. Yeah. So uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how we develop as we go along. Let's talk some, as we, we've already gotten into a little bit, let's talk specifics from this episode. The the intro sequence, um, we see the original Mystagon Dragon Mage um, with uh, Super cool. the origin. I of, know. The, I loved her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's great. The origin of Dread Bane, General Bane. Um, and, so I told you he didn't always look like that, for the record. Yeah. He, he, he's I kind thought, of similar. I, He's kind of similar, but I thought, but I like, I don't know. I thought that over the course of a thousand years, he would get to the point that he is now, but it happened like instantly. Like, (laughs) yeah, the sequence was really, uh, is really engaging. Um, it's really like impactful considering we just, we've heard about the past Miscons and Necrofa. Um, we get that, uh, General Bane was in love with Necrofa. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it is and like dragon mystic dragon mage unleashes the you know the dragon for the first time i guess to defeat um mm-hmm. necrafa um it's it's kind of a generic battlefield sequence um like in terms yes. of background and everything yeah. like that you, you know um it, it, but i it, it's just considering how how uh, impact considering the plot build up beforehand it was very impactful for me also also i'm love- really confused like there's like they're still skeletons and they're the undead. And then there's just this random human who's like in love with like the undead queen. Like what? Yeah. I, it, the lich queen. Yeah. She's a lich. <laughs> yes. She's a lich queen as we, as um we learn later in the episode. I think, I think it might be a uh, game of Thrones situation where he's the white Walker and the rest of the skeletons are the, the whites. Um, so like, he's not a zombie. He's like not a zombie himself. He's like a species, but he like makes zombies. I don't know if that's, that's what we're doing, but. I- well, it's kind of like, I mean, like, so like Necrofa, like, is like, she's probably undead. It's also not clear what Necrofa is. That, that's how, that's right. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like, like my only experience with like a Lich King is from World of Warcraft and like, <laughs> they're, like, they're like still dead, but they're like more human than like the people they control. I, I think that uh, Necrofa and Dreadbane are not the same as all the skeletons. Yeah, that's my current. Opinion. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I agree same. with that too. Yeah, um, so- I'm still not over these. Like, we're supposed to be really scared of these skeletons, and all they have are like sticks. Like, I'm still not <laughs> over that. It's my favorite. They're wooden sticks. <laughs> they pick them up off the ground. <laughs> like they have branches, and I'm like, I'm so scared. They see a tree. They get really excited because they've got weapons for like months. Yeah, they're like, I'm lit. There's a tree. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah, we'll get we'll get more into the the skeleton mythology, but yeah, Necrofa we see. I think her design's great. Um, I loved. Yeah, her voice was interesting. I liked it. I liked her no, design she's cool. a lot. She looks it, like it was terrifying. Yeah, well, and it it was very like uh, kind of like reminiscent of like the Samurai Jack style of like yeah. art. 
And so I was really into that. I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is great. Because even in, like, the newest season, like, the, what was it, the sisters, I really enjoyed, like, their design, even though it was so basic and plain. But I was like, yeah, Necrofa, you are the Lich Queen. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm I'm really um, looking forward to a potential point in the series where we have Necrofa and Tasma as, like, opposing like villainous forces like that would be incredible Ooh. i still i still think it's possible that tasma is like a vehicle for necrofa coming back or something like that right i think that's in, in yeah. play but i'd love necrofa and tasma like butting heads or teaming up that would, i'd love to see them both at the same time anyway um also original mysticon dragon mange i thought her design was great um i, yes. I love that she's just like clearly black um, yes. I, it, oh, yeah. It does. It does make me like uh, want more more diversity on our current Mysticons. Um, but it's 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 still <laughs> good. Um, yeah, I think she's great. I lo- I'm really looking forward to seeing the other original Mysticons as well. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think we might pace that throughout the series, or maybe we'll get a whole flashback episode. I don't know. Ooh. This reminds. Yeah. This is. It just. It feels like classic. Um, kind of like fantasy series of this uh type of of trope it reminds me of the uh the power of five series that i i've read a novel like they have a a, a old equivalent of themselves and you like you flash back to the war a thousand years ago um by anthony horitz yeah um it's it's a i, lo- I love this initial scene and um it's uh it, it really worked for me but maybe maybe my highlight of the episode uh despite the fact that there's uh, a bunch of cool stuff happening later too you know, I'd say I would agree. Like, it was just one, it's really cool, and like, we're not used to that. And then, like, it just, like, even though it was, like, kind of silly, like, you know, like, you think, you think of it, like, face value, you're like, this is kind of dumb. Like, but then, like, but then, like, the way they, like, the way it was played out, like, the way, like, the execution of it, it was like, like, you actually felt it, and it was, like, really good. Like, I thought it was well executed. Yeah, well executed for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, so then we have, we have a scene with, uh, uh, with Dreadbane, and we learn that he needs the four codex pieces to open uh, the portal for Necrofa. So um, I think the big revelation for me this episode in terms of that is that the Dragon Disc appears to just be a vehicle for the codex pieces. Like, the Dragon Disc does not seem yes. to be important at all. Yeah, yeah. It's, which is really interesting, because we've kind of been led to believe that... We like, need the Dragon Disc. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's it. Like, everyone's like... They're like, we need the dragon disc. I need the dragon disc. I want the dragon disc. And Bring like, me the okay. dragon disc. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, so, and so here we are. And it's like, oh, we can just make another dragon disc. Like, all right, then. <laughs> we don't, like, what? I mean, I guess you really just, it's like the puzzle piece. You only just needed to find the, yeah. the actual puzzle. So <laughs> yeah. It's just like a GPS. That's all it is. Yeah. I kind of appreciated yeah. that they, like, made another one, though. Because, like. Because the way that we've been led to believe it was like, oh, it's all over now because they have the dragon disc. And they're like, JK, we're just going to make another one. They, <laughs> they literally just 3D print another dragon they disc. 3D printed it. It was amazing. That's, that's, I love that because it's so, it, it's just the infusion of like, um, of like old school <laughs> mythology elements like uh like uh classic just think these these stories usually take place in the past and um the like we've chosen to set this in the in the future and in an urban setting and i love that we're doing things with it like we're gonna 3d print a new ancient artifact that's so cool <laughs> that's because well, like, this episode honestly this episode's kind of like the perfect like demonstration of everything that is this show because like we have like 
this rift in the sky and there's gargoyles flying out and they're <laughs> fighting it with magic. They're trying to close it with magic and it's coming to attack the city. And then like they knock out the power in the undercity and now everybody's like, ah! yeah, the, yeah, the giant <laughs> and, and, the re- and then Nova Teron shows up because his video game got shut off because the power, went out. <laughs> like it's so great. Yeah. Nova. Yeah. Nova Teron was on Xbox live and uh, that's what he, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> got yeah I, so I will say we, we on, the, on our first podcast, I was kind of like ragging on the expansiveness of the mythology and how it was in so many different places. I will say checking in at nine episodes, it is really working. They're really doing things with it. It is, it is cohesive. Um, they're legitimate. They've legitimized all the elements of it. And like, there's a reason for making this an urban fantasy and for like setting it in a future and having all these like historical mythology elements. And, uh, just, I love like, 3d printing the the thing i love um (laughs) them playing video games like we're we're going for it like that's that's the been that's a major thing with the show like it show really the show really goes for it and um i i do think that uh they've succeeded with the all these mythology elements so far and we've explored a lot of it too like we've explored some of the classism like versus like arcana and then zarya and this like lower city area and then like and then we even got a little bit into when Piper came to the city. And so it's just really neat, like everything that's going on. And I'm re- like, I'm about it. Like I'm about all of it. Yeah. About it. Um, Nova. Yeah. No. Okay. So we we visit uh, Nova Terran, Nova Terran, our second Nova Terran episode. Um, he's back. <laughs> I was very excited. And he was a major part of this. Uh, I like how they were all just yelling at them. Oh yeah. yeah, I liked that yeah, too. Angry, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the, them, him and the astromancers, and we have this like gag of Novateron like liking the apocalypse or not like being not being so like into it. Oh, yeah. and the what is it? They're like, oh well, he's seen a few, and it's like, what? Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not clear if he's just super old or if there's just an apocalypse every 20 years here. <laughs> but <laughs> they're like, whatever, we're overdue for an apocalypse at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it could be either because kind of an apocalypse happens this episode if just gargoyles come yeah. from the sky that kind of counts yeah i agree <laughs> so depends on his definition of a, of an apocalypse if he's super old i mean maybe his definition has changed over the years yeah, i also think it's in play <laughs> that nova Terran's just a thousand years old and was there for the original flashbacks that we're seeing yeah i think so i was gonna, I i'm kind of gathering it. that <laughs> yeah i think that'd be cool i, I really like nova Terran as a character um if he if he sticks around as their soul on which i'm not clear on um after this episode i'd be into that I would be into it too. <laughs> I love when he shows up and he's like, "We have to just declutter everything," and he's just like throwing everybody's stuff like into this other dimension. Like that's the <laughs> yeah, that's oh. how he declutters. It made me think of what is it the episode uh, this baby episode in Star Versus? Yeah, she just, and yeah. she's just <laughs> she chucks her stuff into the yeah uh, space portal. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, um, like that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of star in the show too, with uh, like dimensions and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, um, the, another example of the uh, great infusion of um, modern um, and like D and D mythology elements is this uh, knockoff bags thing, like purses yeah, later. No, no, <laughs> and there's one, there's one with an interdimensional pocket. Um, like that's it's another so great and, example. And everyone, everyone was excited about the interdimensional pocket. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yes. Choke Choco is into it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to know how that works. Is, are, is this a uh, is this a Doctor Who situation where uh, it's like infinite storage in a small place? Are we actually going to a different dimension? Like what? What? Uh, I want to get more into that. And also, how, how did, does it work? How did Mathis do that too? Like that's yeah. Like how did he get his hands on that kind of? Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, um, we had, uh, so I had to mention the Gawain plotline. He's back um, with his yes. pixie girlfriend. Uh, La- who hates Latincia. him. Who, she hates him so much. <laughs> Thoughts on Latincia? <laughs> what? Oh, she's totally using him. <laughs> I don't know if she's using him. Like, she's just there. Like, I don't really know what she's doing. She's not really using him, but she's just like a teenage girl. Like, that's, she's, she's just there. Yeah. She, she's just there. <laughs> And Gawain's in love with her. <laughs> yeah, I love the paying this off because we mentioned this in like the first episode. Gawain's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna get a have a date with the pixie. It's it's great. I think I think she's great. I'm I'm <laughs> Latincia new fave. I need her to do things now. Um, and yeah, and M's like a red flag about everything. Yeah, red, red flag. flag. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, we see the, the full transformation sequence again. We also saw this two episodes ago. Um, I timed it. It's about uh, tw- twenty-five <laughs> to thirty seconds. Um, I'm I'm pretty fr- I'm pretty I'm pretty frustrated with this. Uh, do you guys care? No. <laughs> it, it doesn't happen every single episode. Though. Yeah, like, that's the why it full length me. of it. Yeah, I think that's the other reason why it doesn't bother me. Because, like you even said, it, it the last time we had a full one was two episodes ago. So it doesn't bother me as much. And like. I'm okay. Like it's not Voltron or Miraculous Ladybug levels, so I'm not irritated. It's with definitely it. not Ladybug levels. Um, I, no. I think it's kind of cur- current. Voltron doesn't do it every episode, but um, I, I, my plea to this is: if you are going to do the full transformation sequence, do the version with the theme song. Like it's so much. Oh, it's so much. I better. agree. I agree as well. I don't know. I don't know about the the Game of Thrones esque music yeah. behind them transforming. Like if you're gonna make it magical, girl. Do the theme song. It's, it's just really boring. I don't mind when they do it for one or two of them, um, but this this full one it t- it's so long and it's 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 just it's I'm you know I, I I talk about this all the time on this podcast. It's not it's not a surprise, but um, <laughs> just at least spruce it up with theme song or other music. Music on the show is so good. I don't know. Just do something interesting with it. Like we can we can do better with that. I agree. Yeah. Do also any excuse to play the theme song is a good excuse. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not sick of was, it yet. <laughs> was was Necrafa always on the thing in the beginning of the theme song, or did that change this episode? Because uh, I noticed that she was on the uh, that might I don't I don't remember. I need to go back and look on previous. I don't well, she's been on it. I think this might be the clearest that she's been on okay, it. Okay, maybe we're in. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. Maybe we noticed it more because we. Yeah. Right. I might have just noticed it because I saw her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sure. Like it. It became obvious. Yeah. It's like oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Before. We. T- yeah. We talked about the uh, the creating the dragon disc with the different ingredients. They're all from like the place of doom. I thought that was a decent game. Forest of oh, doom. Funny, volcano yeah. of doom. And then they're like, and then we need lightning in a bottle. Oh, you mean from the sky <laughs> yeah. of doom? And I was like, it's so uh. good. Yeah. That was like Zarya's best moment. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's yeah. They need to and they need to break into the celestial forge to do this. Um, yes. What do you think of this, Delaney? Ooh. As like a mythology element, the celestial forge. Well, I really liked that, and I like this like 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 it's kind of tying in like the like you know like it's nice to tie in like the past mysticons in this and like kind of also explaining the artifact like why the dragon disc exists it's because they made it and like and it was imbued by like the gods or whatever with the celestial forge i also like that they were like oh my god if you mess up they're, they're gonna you're gonna open a rift in the universe, universe. and then they like and then because those people barged in they made it happen yes and then, they you had run that. in <laughs> but like I like that like because sometimes they say stuff like that and you're like oh it's not gonna happen like they're just like saying stuff but then no then it actually happened so I enjoyed that like I think it's a cool concept at first I was like oh this is really isn't that fancy and then and then went like because you know they had it and it was a gold or whatever it's neat but then when like 
Arcana and Malvron were like chanting and like they did it. Like that was cool. Like I liked it. I think it's neat. Like it's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. I was a little. It it, it seems like uh, sometimes the show just adds another mythology element. It's very fast, and I'm kind of unclear on what's happening. It was a little a little overwhelming for me. Um, I thought it was fine. Uh, Did they make the belt buckles in it? Like, is that why oh, those were there? Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, because oh, we yeah we talked yeah. about that last time. Apparently, the belt buckles are the source of their. <laughs> of their... I'm still shook because I watched that and I was like, "What the heck is that?" Yeah, we were we were very surprised about the belt <laughs> buckles. So yeah, that, that's this a... is like this is like it's magic hour all over again. Yeah, like can <laughs> come out of nowhere. The show, yeah, as yeah, we are definitely praising the show, moving fast and handling its mythology well. It definitely throws things out of nowhere at you i don't think it's like a clear negative but it's definitely not like a positive I- like well it's not like it sucks because you're like what the heck is that granted it gets like they're not difficult things to understand and then eventually they get explained or like you can figure it out like the belt buckle it's not that hard to figure out but like right it's kind of like do you have to do this like yeah i think it's just more of like it's a consequence of like the first episode's great and i think the reason it is so great is we avoided the whole, we're going to hand everybody a belt buckle. We're going to do all this, 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 and this. So, like, it's fine. But it also kind of seems like, because at first it's like, oh, they all just got blessed with these powers and now they're in control of it. So it kind of, like, kind of takes the, like, it's almost like they had all these episodes and they had this idea, but then they went back and changed the first episode or something. And then now they're like, oh, yeah, there's all this stuff that we just forgot to tell y'all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but it's it, possible the first episode's about. We definitely never had an exposition dump episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like fine. Like, I think it's good, well, especially for, like this kind of show. But it's definitely been like weird because like the magic hour and then like the belt buckles. <laughs> I like that though. Like, I like being sort of almost like dumped into a universe, and then like I slowly like learn what's going on, and it's not like so much like thrown into my face kind of thing. Like, I hate that. Like. I hate whenever they're like, oh, okay, like, here's your belt buckle. Like, this yeah. will turn you into a mysticon. Like, I don't I don't enjoy that stuff. And so I like sort of being thrown into it and then, like, sort of discovering, like, oh, okay, like, it's your belt buckle that does it. Like, I mean, obviously I have qualms with the belt buckle thing. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I, I, I like that about this show is that we're sort of, like, thrown into it and then they're, like, they're giving us pieces of the mythology as we go along kind of thing. Yes. So. Yeah. So the show is choosing to, um, to portion out its mythology. Uh, it's like it's exposition dumps over the course of like these intro episodes. It's an interesting choice. Usually people just exposition dump and like, yeah, that would have been a bad episode, but we would have gotten everything <laughs> out of the way. Um, I want to, I want to like bring up like two movies to go through these two, two points of view. Like you have, um, you have uh, blinking on the Inception. You have Inception, which very much exposition dumps like the first half hour. Um, yeah. And the beginning of that movie isn't as good as the end, but the end is so incredible because we got and got everything out of the way and established all these rules. Um, whereas um, two Christopher Nolan movies here to explain. Whereas something like uh, Interstellar, I think, doesn't really like has a ton of mythology oh. elements that are not presented in the beginning, and there's a ton of stuff happening at the end which is just random and stupid. Um, and like if, <laughs> maybe if we explain that earlier it would have worked better um right you know, you know the end of interstellar is so confusing yeah. like i've seen that movie so many times i'm still like i don't understand what's going on right. and you know that, that's that's true. its own thing it's supposed to be uh kind of what it is but um you yeah. know it's 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 just it's a it's a trade-off here I, I i appreciate what they're trying to do with portioning out the the expositional reveals here um you know i, I think it's, it kinda... it's, it's, it's a little bit overwhelming in the context of a uh, this fast-paced of an episode i would say 
Yeah, it kind of makes me think of like a um, John Wick, like how yeah. again you're very thrown into this world, but like everything makes sense, kind of thing. So it doesn't like, and you kind of like pick up what like things are or like how they work as you go along. So I really like I like it in that kind of sense. Like I can appreciate it. I don't feel I don't feel lost, and it makes me curious to fig- like to figure out what like why this is or how this came to be kind of thing. Yeah. And I think for the most part, they're succeeding with, uh, with this, this slow reveal of stuff. Um, you know, it's a, it, well, I think it was like a brave choice, like in the kind of show that it is. Yeah. Cause like we have a team and like, there's this mythology just around who they are. But then like, I think it is well executed. Like it's weird at times. Like I'm still not over magic hour, but like, it's <laughs> like, I mean, it's done well. Like I'm not like put off by it. It's just like one of those, like what the heck moments. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it's it's well executed. It's uh, it's just an interesting concept to talk about. The show, it's another kind of like brave choice that the show makes narratively. So I think I think it's interesting. Um, getting back to the stuff we even talked about in the episode. Um, they like they do their break in sequence to the. Do we know what is the place called where the astromancers are? The academy. The academy. Okay. Is that what it's called? It's, I just wrote down astromancer lair. Yeah, so. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> lair. That's what they, call, they call it like the academy. Also, Granted, what's the, okay, also what's their base called? Is it called the base? Um, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, another, the really interesting thing, though, is that you said Lair. Like, the way they show the Academy and then the way they show, like, Dreadbane's Lair, like, accurate. Like, you're not wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they seem similar, yeah. We have the establishing shot of Dreadbane's place the, enti- the whole time, uh, a lot of times, but... um. Yeah, it's it's. I guess the the location smear is slightly unclear on where everything is, but yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we I, don't know I think the highlight where they are in the universe. Yeah. Oh, and we did um we did this thing where uh where Arcana is like narrating what their plan is going to be, and we see it happening on screen. Yeah. And so what I thought that what I thought they were doing is they were pulling a Tyrion from Game of Thrones this season, where he narrates the plan, and that's what's actually happening on screen, and we like. It's not. It's not just like theoretical plan. It's the literal like break into the castle. That's what and I thought take too. Over yeah, it. that's what I yeah. thought was happening. But it actually was and just a it, theoretical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I liked that like it completely like was not what happened, and they were like, "Oh god." Yeah, it really it really highlighted the differences once they did break in. Like we saw the key and the eye becoming the eye scanner. Um, we saw that and the bridge they, like, wasn't draw, there, and then like M like almost dropped. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that thought that was really cool. Um, it's it's. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it made. I liked it definitely. Too. Like in the context of having seen this this the opposite thing in Game of Thrones, pretty pretty recently, it like seemed like fresh to me. Um, yeah, they break, and I think the highlight of the real break in sequence is when they have to use the profile pick of. Um, yes. Yeah, to... What kind of security system is that terrible? <laughs> yeah, I don't think like... I don't think that's how facial recognition works. I don't think so. You can't just use a picture. Or something. <laughs> yeah, let's take. Like you could. You could easily break in anytime you wanted to. Like, just now you have that picture stored. Here, we are pointing out the issues with the (laughs) iPhone 8. Yeah, no, no, the iPhone X. Can I get into a new iPhone X? Yeah, by holding up someone's picture. Is that how that works? I'm going to find out. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Mysticons. Yeah, very very relevant here. Uh, It's it's funny. Me and my friends were talking about this like yesterday. Like, we were just, we, we talked about this. Like, the answer is definitely no, no. You can't just hold someone's picture up. Like, <laughs> I mean, we just don't. Know. <laughs> I guess we don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Though we talked about the whole thing with uh, Nova Terran with the the video game decluttering the base. The uh, uh, the astro I call this the astro mage forging scene with um, with uh, Arcana and uh, Malveron. Uh, I felt like this was their biggest ship moment yet. Like they're like they're like oh, holding hands. Yes. And, like, yes. Yeah. Like. 
you're forcing them together. I got this. Like It wasn't really played as romantic. Um, I, it wasn't, but it's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, well, you don't understand how connected we actually are. As, yeah, we're in the celestial like, world. Well, I, thought, I, thought, I thought when they were writing, um, Arcana's Griffin was a lot like more shippy. I, I I think they the, sh- the show for me hasn't really done a romantic moment yet. There hasn't been anything that's been overt. No. To, it's all been like kind of romantic subtext. Um, and this is the only reason we interpret this as it's romantic just us is interpreting yeah, it. it's, it's, it's just because we expect the show to do this. Like this is like the yeah. couple that we expect yeah. the show to do. Um, so it's it's just because it, they also have less just like in Arcane's diary. Yeah, and also yeah, well, because this a boy, right? So yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's the only that's the one thing, but um. Yeah, because they have like a bond that's like not romantically entrenched. So I think that was nice, even in the context of their um, of, of their friendship. Um, yeah, that was that was an interesting scene. We did all, everything with the gargoyles attacking. Um, I think the highlight is like M. First of all, her mech suit for the third episode in a row. Um, yes, I guess that's <laughs> I guess that's a constant now. Like I I didn't think episode six after that we'd bring it back. Not only have we brought it back, we brought it back every single episode since then. <laughs> And she goes suit up, like yeah. okay, okay, Iron Man. Yeah. She is a literal tank, you guys. Yeah. She's literally a tank. And she, yeah, it's she great. she like magnets the the train. Um, train. Yeah. And then I like which is like, I guess I'll just stay here. Stay here. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> like no, just leave. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they close the portal by unleashing the uh, the dragon. They say she says fly, uh, fe- really fly, phoenix, like, fly. Um, fly, not unleash well, the phoenix. Well, I really like when she's like when um, Arcana is like, "Don't tell me to like, don't silence me." And she's like breaks oh, out. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was nice. Um, I was like, "This yeah. is the best girl power moment." I'm all she, about this. She is a force to be reckoned with, you guys. I can't wait for her to become queen. <laughs> she's gonna blow but it. Gawain <laughs> is the is the king, though. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. His, uh, yeah, pixie. I still. I'm still uh, questioning his. Uh, his what his is it? Cause, yeah, because okay. there's no way. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. What's with uh, Nova Terran's like timeout bubbles? It's like it's, it's, it's the real, timeout like, bubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's officially the timeout bubble. I accept this. Yeah. I'm accepting it too. Malbron Mal- Mal- seemed to be stuck in there. Like I don't think he could. And maybe he was just accepting his no. punishment. I guess he was just like, huh. Yeah. Um, I when he was like Scryfy. Like, yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Scryfy. Yeah, that would, that's me in, in that situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so i guess they have scryfi and glyphing is texting there you go so there you go yes. um yes. yeah they close the portal yeah so i we, we talked about how we thought it would be unleashed to something else but this time is i like fly phoenix fly better let's go with that um well it's nice not yeah. to have them all say the same thing yeah, i mean they did say yeah. they did say unleash the phoenix before but let's uh let's go with this now and maybe what would the unicorn one be <laughs> um oh. uh stampede unicorn like i don't know what it- <laughs> Run unicorn pale P- with your pierce horn, yeah, yeah, unicorn. pierce the sky, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, <laughs> oh god, uh, uh, it's M. She's gonna say something like absurd, yeah, like, pierce the sky. I know, fit, I think. Pierce it's gonna be sky. so dramatic, yeah. Um, and then uh, we learn, yeah, the next everyone's going after the next codex piece, so that's that's what's happening. Uh, at the end, Tasma discovers um, this uh, necropa portal, and uh, she's like, she's alive, dun, dun, dun. also, Tasma, like. Honey, I thought you were smart. Like this was not that hard to f- figure out. Like, right? Yeah, I mean, we'd been seeing it, but I guess, I guess she's just never there for when Dreadbane monologues about <laughs> like, it. But yeah, that's fair when he monologues about it. <laughs> yeah. So my interpretation is that uh, Nakrafa is trapped in her necklace. 
Um, That's what I was thinking. Cause like I was the, the emphasis on the necklace in the beginning where I was like, what is it? And then like he put it on and that's what made him the way he is. Yeah. So that's, fair. it's interesting. Cause she seems trapped in there, but yet she's in, I think that she might just be trapped in like the necklace's dimension. And then the portal can right. also access that. But also the necklace does turn Dreadbane into what he is. So it's possible that yeah. this is an ancient, an ancient evil artifact. And that's like the source of law of our, of all of the evil. Um, that's like, yeah. th- those are like the children of the forest. The, that's the necklace that turned the white walkers into what they are it's it's all the necklaces fault yeah it's all the ne- also it seemed really interesting that like tasma was really concerned that necrofa is still alive like did anyone else pick up on that or yeah no like me? i think Tasma's like in it just for the power yeah. and now she's like oh wait wait a minute i'm not about this whole like let's in the universe thing yeah, it's definitely yeah. it's definitely um, up for debate what Tasma's next move is. Is she okay with this? Does she just want to go along with reviving the crop? Well, she was gonna evil? like she was gonna like hide it from Dreadbane, like when she like had like the the dragon disc, yeah. but it was a fake. Yeah, I um, yeah, I think uh, my interpretation is that she's gonna be um, not okay with this uh, with the, with um, right same yeah with the crop coming Something. back. Not, I don't. I think probably this she won't team up with the Mysticons to defeat Necrofa, no. but oh, that's no. why I kind of see her as like an opposing third party. Like, um, yeah, like, I would agree. Like she's she's a villain, but she's place. not on the same side as Necrofa Dreadbane. She's like the other main villain kind of thing, like that we'll like, discover. Like Guardians like, of the Galaxy, like um, I'm one of the idiots who live here. Like I don't want this to happen. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. I, I think so. Yeah, it would inevitably affect her. Also, I want to point out the um, the Necrofa Dreadbane stuff uh, in this episode is a reverse Voltron, reverse gendered Voltron um, with um, yes, yeah, w- with uh, <laughs> right. everyone's Hagar and yeah. So um, it's it's uh, I, I like that we, it, 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 yeah, we're we're bringing uh, Necrofa back and. Um, Although I think uh, she's the cool one, whereas the uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, whereas Hagar is the cool one there. So um, that's all I got. Any anything else from the episode you guys wanted to hit on? It was just really cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty thumbs up. It on was it. Good oh, also the title of the episode's great because it's like the Italian job, and that's like my favorite movie. So I'm really happy. <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah, well, are we just doing Rick and Morty now? We're gonna have. Um... <laughs> All t- sure. title reference, yeah, movie, movie title <laughs> references. Next week, a walk in the park. Um, after Zarya, I bet the episode's not a walk in the after, park. After Zarya no. gets hit by one of Tasma's spells, the Mysticons have to seek out Malvron's aunt to help them break the curse. <gasps> oh my god! Yes, yes. Oh my- I bet she's gonna be like the best character. I'm excited. Oh yeah, I'm ready for this. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe this will be like that Avatar episode where Aang's like, "Well, gotta go get all the frogs." Yeah, it's, it, yeah. there's also yeah, there's also Lego elves. Ep- this reminds me very directly of there's there's <laughs> there's a lot of you guys would be surprised how much there's similarities there between Lego elves recently released on Netflix and the show. It's it's very similar show, but anyway. Um, there you go. That's our recap of the Astromancer job. Um, let us know what you thought about the episode in the comments on youtube uh are a lot of views on youtube for our miscons pods thank you guys subscribe to us there to not miss any miscons podcast you can leave comments and give us a thumbs up um you can also go to our miscons specific itunes feed as we talked about leave reviews there and in our main feed and we also have join us for the discussion on miscons on our new discord um overlyanimated.com slash discord to text chat with us about miscons um yeah, uh, shout out to Crispy on the Discord who found the episode on Nick.com early. That was very helpful. <laughs> and um, 
Just gotta just gotta always check whether Nick's screwing up and releasing stuff early. So <laughs> that, that's what we're doing. Um, they they should. I, I please Nick continue to put the episodes online several hours early. That please. is very helpful. Um, I agree. Yeah. Please do yeah. it. Do it for me. Do it for April. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. so we can get the podcast up right away. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what else we got? Uh, yeah, overlyanimated.com for all of that. Consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Hope, aka Katara. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, a bunch of uh, stuff coming up on our podcast. That's miss. We'll be back, Mysticons. We might be weekly. I'm not going to guarantee any specific week, but um, we're going to try for you know, weekly-ish. So um, might be back next week to discuss Walk in the Park. And also, um, we just finished up our BoJack Horseman coverage. Uh, it's an adult show, uh, you children. So, um, but yeah, we finished that up. We have Rick and Morty, another adult show. Um, coverage continuing. And um, looking for some Starverse discussion. There's news on Starverse, so that's very exciting. But yeah, all that at OverlyAnimated.com. Thanks, guys, very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.